Hello, everybody. Welcome to the No Breaking Podcast. We're here on location in the very wet and very damp, sunny city of Costa Mesa. And I'm sat across from the man who wears many, many different hats, different sizes, different shapes. But he has had a lot of shout-outs on our series because he is Mr. John P. John, thank you so much for joining us on this lovely podcast because we can't mention you being on the show that you'll not be named. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Yeah, because it's been two years, yeah. give or take. Yeah, and a lot has happened in two years. Yeah, so so let's start on that. So where do you want to start in regard to those two years? Should we start right at the back or should we come right to the now? Which one do you want to go with first? Well, let's start in the back. All right, let's go with that then. So two years ago, you had this motorcycle event coming up. How's that going? Yeah, so I think, you know, we actually teased on the your old podcast that shall not be named. That's right. We we teased the Outliers Guild mm-hmm. Custom Motorcycle Show. Mm-hmm. Um, and later that year, we we threw our first event in, here in downtown Los Angeles. Um, and then we had another successful event last year, and we're on to year three. So it's uh, it's been quite a ride, and there's a lot of things that we've learned, and we've had a you know, a lot of fun producing this show. Um, you know, year one was at the Container Yard mm-hmm. in downtown LA. Uh, we had a lot of great partners. We had the motorcycle industry show up, and we definitely feel like we we cemented our place within all these uh, in, within all these other great shows. Um, and then last year, we went even uh, bigger. We, we found another warehouse space that was attached to an actual art gallery in downtown LA and uh, through another show. And that was well received as well. And here we are. We're about um, a month away from our third show and we're going back to the container yard. So that's official. Um, A lot of returning sponsors, bike builders, um, guys like Wooly from Deus, Maxwell Hazan, Shinya. All of these guys are, um, are planned to come back and we're excited to see the the bikes that they'll be debuting at our show, um, as well as some of the other things. You know, our show is not just about motorcycles, but it's also about the culture surrounding it. So, everything from coffee to to food to you know a barber on site giving giving some free trims. Um, yeah, you know, it's 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 really exciting just to see everyone uh, support the show and. Now the education process and we've kind of, is done. People now believe in it. I don't have to go to a brand and say, "Hey, so we're planning on throwing the show. Would you be interested in sponsoring it?" And, you know, now fortunately they're uh, calling us up and asking us if we have availability. Sure, which is a nice spot to be in, right? Absolutely. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? How does it go about trying to get sponsors? I mean, what's the obviously your backgrounds in a little bit of the public relations kind of realm? So, how does how would you explain that to someone that's not really in that industry of how this kind of thing works of putting an event together and getting the sponsors and planning, making it all come together as one? Which I can imagine is kind of a difficult thing. Yeah, it definitely takes a lot of planning. You know, um, when I used to work at an agency, I would help produce events, and having that type of background helps along with you know I have three other partners and one of them he runs his own expo company so he's there uh, with his team building things helping us just create the the entire production everything from lighting to 
the the stands that the bikes sit on. Uh, another partner is in the motorcycle world, uh, and he he has all the contacts for the builders. Um, another partner is a good friend of mine, um, Stan Chen from Toyo, and his background is also with motorsports and events and a lot of the logistics. And so when we're all together, um, you know, we, we make a pretty good team. Everyone kind of fills the gaps of uh, and and brings their strengths to the table. So finding sponsors, um, you know, first we have to outline, like, who we want as a sponsor. We don't want to t- just take on everyone um, because, you know, we, we want to protect the brand. Mm-hmm. We want to create that event experience where – people are excited to see um, this type of motorcycle and uh, and the brands that are at the show and you don't want anyone to kind of bring that, that level down. So we don't want it to feel like a swap meet. We want to keep that elevated experience. Um, and so the, the sponsors that we have, uh, you know, we've had the House of Machines, you know, they opened a space in downtown LA. They were a natural fit. Uh, Alpine Stars, Meguiar's, Royal Enfield, Indian Motorcycles, all of these guys, um, you know, they have a certain level of respect within the industry. They have a cool factor to them. So those are the, those are the brands that we like to work with. You know, Bell Helmets. Um, you know, th- those those brands that you know with Bell, it's great because they ha- they give us not only um, uh, monetary value, which is important, but they also give us helmets in which we're responsible of, to find artists to to do their thing. And essentially they have a blank canvas on the, the helmets to produce artwork, and we put that on display. Um, so that's something that I look forward to every year is that art portion and the photography, um, more on the creative side. So my roles become everything from curating the art portion to finding sponsorship to helping organize, you know, minor logistical things um as well as coming with some unique ideas um so a lot on the creative side as well and managing like the website and doing some of the photography hopefully this year i can kind of outsource things but Mm -hmm. you know as you're starting out there's not much budget to really play around with yeah and i mean it is a fantastic show i mean i could admit that i've been to the first two and i'm looking forward to the third um it's always been a fantastic space where you've been able to put them up and so it's good to be able to go back to the container yard again which is another great space the warehouse is also fantastic but also it's really good to see the quality of bikes that you have on display i mean that's some incredible pieces of art that you get to that come to the show and i mean how many bikes are you expecting this year oh e- easily over 150 bikes whether it's an invited builder bike making a debut or just display bikes or people that have registered the bikes and, and we've hand selected the best of the best so it should be a good amount yeah, and then what about some of the artists that are going to be involved? Oh, yeah, we have a lot of uh, returning artists, mm-hmm. um, and we have some new artists. We're working with uh, this guy, Captain Tom. That's his moniker, and he's from Canada. Uh, he's doing actually our key art this year. Um, who else can uh, – I'm trying you to can think. name. Yeah, we, you know, we're trying to keep a lot of things also under wraps so mm-hmm. that you experience it and see it. Uh, and then I also don't want to put any pressure on any artists and by mentioning them and maybe they're not done with their artwork. Of course. But yeah, we're bringing, we're bringing some good guys to the, the table this year. And is it going to be the similar setup where you had before in the past where you have like the artistry one side and the bikes another section? Will it be, how's that going to work this time? Everything's going to be, you know, uh, 
kind of mesh together. Mm -hmm. We do have a dedicated space um, that the container yard, since that first show, has opened up, which is has more of that art gallery feel. Oh, fantastic. Um, but we also, I mean, as you've been to the container yard, it's already adorned with street art from renowned contemporary artists from around the world. So that also adds to it. So how much additional art can we really do? Yeah, there's a lot of ambiance there, I would yes. say, already. And so aside from the, the motor show, what else have you been working on then in those last two years? Or what are you, what are you working on now, I should say? That's right. So the first, uh, for the first, when we did the podcast two years ago, that's, that's when I had my first kid. And mm -hmm. he was just a little guy. I remember, I even have pictures of him with Lightning McQueen. Yep. Uh, I remember. From that day, yeah. Yep. And uh, so... He's two and a half now, mm -hmm. but since then, the biggest thing is the birth of my daughter in July. Okay. So that, um, That's probably going to keep you busy then. Yeah. You know, sleep is uh, something that's hard to come by unless I'm traveling. And then I, I also understand that you thought, you know what, the best thing to do now is that I've got a newborn is to buy a house and do renovations. Is that something that is true? Yeah, that's <laughs> – so when my daughter was born – well, first when we found out that my wife was pregnant – we had a loft in downtown Long Beach. Mm -hmm. I was there for over ten, a little bit over ten years. Mm -hmm. But as you know, downtown Long Beach might not be the most kid-friendly place. And a loft isn't really ideal for two children. No, and so we were already crammed. I mean, you know, we had a one bedroom, so our kid was either next to us in his crib, mm -hmm. or on the nights where we were, we were trying to train him. <laughs> This is a little embarrassing, but he was in the bathroom. <laughs> hey, gonna... look, you got to put him somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, after we found out that uh, my wife was pregnant, I was like, okay, we need to we need to sell this place. We need to go find a new home. And mm -hmm. so, since, um, yeah, so we fortunately, and shout out to my boy Kevin from Case Real Estate, we sold our place in. Four days, uh, which because uh, apparently was, Southern California is a hotbed for the home industry, right? I guess so, man. But man, four days we had multiple offers and just yeah, we we did okay. And uh, and since then, uh, my mom welcomed us back to the house that I grew up in. Mm -hmm. We've been staying with her, and she's had you know two empty bedrooms as we did our house hunt. So yeah, relying on family was great. Although it's you know. It's it's a little difficult. Cha a lot of things have changed, like in my with my work setup. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, I'm looking forward to having my own office again, and and uh, yeah. But the whole move was was pretty crazy. Uh, the night before we were gonna like really move furniture, and we got one of those pod deals. Mm -hmm. um, and my wife woke up. She's like, "Hey, uh, something's going on. Okay, but let's just monitor it. Sure." So, uh, that whole day I was like packing furniture the pod was delivered and because we're in a condo we can't just leave it anywhere so mm -hmm. I rented out a parking space from the the parking garage next door and it was also during the heat wave and as after the the pod was delivered we my wife comes back and goes um, so my coworker was timing my contractions and uh, I called the doctor and they said that we have to come in right now <laughs> Perfect timing, yeah. right? Uh, absolutely. And so I was like, wait, what? All of this furniture needs to be in that pod because they're picking it up at like 8 a.m. tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, she called in the troops. Her family came, and uh, they did their thing. We went to the hospital, and, and it was air-conditioned and beautiful at Hogue and, you know, ocean view. 
while they're sweating in Long Beach. Did you at least give them beer and pizza, or did that even not get thought of? You know, I, I actually, that's exactly what they had. They had <laughs> beer and pizza and, and my credit card, and I'm sure they uh, took advantage of that. Well, look, hey, they, when there's the, a the pregnant lady involved, you got to like do what you got to do, right? Absolutely. So aside from the move, everything's obviously gone well on that front, but then how is it going now in the new place? Because I'm imagining obviously selling one is easy, so to speak, but finding a new place is kind of difficult too. Oh, yeah. Finding a house, unless you're you know, very, very well off, is, can prove to be a challenge. But then you also have to be a little creative. Mm-hmm. So we found, a, we found a home that was built like in 1960 in an amazing neighborhood in Costa Mesa. And, uh, you know, similar to a carver, I'm fixing it up slowly. You know, it uh, just costs a lot more. Yeah, yeah, and things <laughs> take a little longer. Yes, for sure. And then think, well, they, they do always break almost just as frequently as a car as well, I guess. Uh, you know, knock on wood, hopefully not. But, you know, we took care of uh, all the structural things, the termiting. You know, we we experienced a, a roof leak that we had to manage. But thankfully, my, my brother-in-laws are contractors and helped us out a lot. Look, I mean, hey, you live in the dream then, almost, right? Almost. How long till you move in and then get everything nice finished off, do you think? Uh, moving in, hopefully in the next two weeks, finished off. Let's, let's talk about uh, the know. finished off of when you can live with it and then finished off of when everything is finished. It's two different things. Absolutely. So those are uh, yeah, definitely two different dates, I think, will be finished off. and I'll be realistic. I think maybe in a couple months. Mm-hmm. And then you know, phase two, three, four, down the yeah, road. That's years whenever. away. Yeah. You know, maybe pay off some of these credit card bills first. Yeah, obviously because, yeah, I mean, pizza and beer is kind of expensive as well, right? Oh, yeah. So then what about other some of the other clients that you're working with, aside from the show that you're putting together? Who else are you working with that we can talk about, I should say? Yeah, I, I, I still do work in the automotive industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toyo Tires, KW Suspension have been long-term clients of mine. Just wrapped up a couple shoots uh, with Toyo. We did a – we did a for the first time, actually, I was able to shoot the, to- the infamous Toyo models okay. for their posters. So this year you'll see – the girls, some cars, some trucks, and my photos. But typically, I'm shooting their UFC athletes. You know, I'm a big fan of the UFC, so that that became like a, a dream job and getting to know some of their their fighters. Uh, but yeah, I never was able to shoot their girls for whatever reason. But this year, I got that opportunity, and and hopefully, I, I did, did it, justice did by it them. Meet your expectations of what it was going to be like then. You know, I've shot. Uh, a couple models in the past, not a lot. I, that's not really my thing. And really shooting cars it really isn't my thing. I leave that to the experts and guys who I really admire in the industry. And I've gotten to know a lot of them. Guys, you know, Larry Chen, Alex Wong, Alex Bernstein, all these type of guys, right? Mm-hmm. So they do their thing. I could never be at that level. Uh, but I definitely enjoy what I'm able to do. So I think I, I focus more on, like, the lifestyle aspect, the, the portraits. So this was similar to a portrait shoot, you know, and I think um, I think I did okay. Yeah, that's, that's the important thing. I guess the proof will be in the photos, right? When yeah. they come out, when the calendar is it going to be a calendar or is it just photos or posters and everything uh, in between? Posters. So okay. mul- multiple posters. I think each girl gets a two-sided poster mm-hmm. and a group photo or a group poster, um, and then as well as a website, and it'll be blasted through social media all the images. So yeah, that'll be coming out probably in the next couple of weeks and then what about the stuff that who were uh, some of the ufc fighters that you've worked with then across the time with toya wow yeah we started i think the first athlete that i shot with for them was uh 
Anthony Pettis mm-hmm. um, out of Milwaukee. Uh, Dominic Cruz from San Diego, former champion. Josh Barnett, who became a good friend of ours. Uh, and then more recently, Brian Ortega, um, who had a big fight against Max Holloway. And, and he's, he's LA. And, and uh, Brian, look, is he based in Long Beach or San Pedro? He's a, yeah, he's South Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he's, He's an amazing guy. His story is just incredible. Um, and actually, fortunately, uh, I have some stuff planned with him uh, through other clients and through his management. So I'll be doing some work with him. So that's so I'm looking forward to that this year. And I think isn't doesn't Dominic like cars and Josh like cars as well? Oh yeah, they're. Both, but I thought both. I think they're like different kinds of cars. Is that right? I thought Dom was more on the Japanese side, and Josh I think is very much you could say firmly in the vintage uh, V8 kind of cars. Yeah, Josh is definitely a hot rod gearhead, yeah. for sure. He'll talk your ear off about and then power. Some. Yeah. yeah. Have you not had him yet on here? No, no. All right, we'll get him on, definitely. All right. so that's I just ca- wanted to go through you, engine Josh. blocks and, and everything through. That's the important thing. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah it's, his knowledge is incredible. Yeah, it's way more than mine. I just smile and wave and yeah, nod. Yeah, there's, there's at some point when you're like, look, I bow down to this, but then you keep like pampering it on top. It's just a little... Oh, I have so much knowledge there. Yeah. Yeah, and Dominic's definitely, you know, he has a GTR, and he has, like, all of the aftermarket goodies on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think all, almost all of the Toyo fighters are in, in some way uh, have a connection to the car car world or, or appreciate it, you know. Okay. Uh, we fought uh, – we didn't fight, but we uh, we shot uh, Sage Northcutt, who, um, who unfortunately left the UFC recently, but he has a – a big monster truck, you know, with a, I forget what his horn was, but his horn was, in, what, it wasn't the Cucaracha, was it? It, it might've been, but it was pretty funny. Yeah. And then, you know, they have Chad Mendez, who's another fighter, but he's also a big hunter. So he has a truck. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, fortunately I've been able to shoot a lot of those guys over the years. Yeah. Which would be good, right? I mean, it gives you a little bit of difference. Like you said, the lifestyle content is like, it's just adds a little bit more to it when you're doing it. It makes it a bit more enjoyable. Absolutely, yeah. If you're shooting something that you love and that you're passionate about, it definitely comes through in the photos. Um, and UFC is something that I've been a big fan of. And then this year, I was able to shoot the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm also a big NFL fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a call Sunday night from my good buddy, DC Chavez, who's also an incredible automotive and just a filmmaker in general. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, uh, look where I'm at. And he sends me a photo, and I go, what? I don't get it. And then he sends me another photo. I'm like, oh, he was on the field, their practice facility, which is here in Costa Mesa. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not the reason I moved to Costa Mesa. Kind of, sort of, but not really. The yeah, main kind reason. of, sort of, but yes, it <laughs> definitely was not. Yes, it was the reason. Yes. And so I had. The, he's like, just bring your camera, but you have to be at this place at 5 a.m. I hate waking up that early. Mm-hmm. I was up, bright-eyed. I was texting like, what do you want from Starbucks? Let me treat you to breakfast, you know? Uh, and I was able to shoot a lot of the athletes, um, all the, you know, behind the scenes. Uh, the Chargers even posted some of the photos, which was incredible. And they do this thing uh, over the summer, which is their training camp, which mm-hmm. they open it up to the public. You can come down at the end. Some of the players sign autographs. So I, I've been bringing my kid down there um, for the last few years. And this past year, we have a football that he signs but if the players sign the football already, I'm like, well, what else can they sign? So I printed some of my photos out, and they signed them. They even remembered me, which was, which was pretty cool, you know. So it's cool to see, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's fun, right? It's all about experiences. Absolutely, yeah. That's like bucket list check, you know. And then uh, what else? What other things have you been up to? Uh, 
yeah, I'm still trying to shoot as much photos as possible, but obviously that's not uh, not my uh, that's not 100% of the income that's coming in. I'm mm-hmm. also producing video content. Also, uh, I have a web team, so we're doing website work. Uh, uh, in, in the automotive world, we're doing some work with, which is now the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach. Mm-hmm. So that site was built by me and my team. Um, we're doing some graphic design work as well. So kind of mini boutique agency work and occasionally some consulting, um, shooting shooting photos also not for, for non-automotive clients such as Stance Socks. So that's been fun, and they've been a great client of mine. I do like Stance Socks. I think, in fact, I might be wearing a pair now. Oh, yeah. 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 My L.A. Dodgers socks. Nice. See? Yeah, I, I'm definitely wearing I'm, – I'm, it's raining, so I'm wearing some of their outdoor collection. you got to try those out. All right. Well, look, if you, can, if you know someone, let me know. Yeah, I know a few people. All right, <laughs> then definitely. No, I mean, and they, I really like their socks. I will say that. Yeah. I mean, I like that they've got all the different segues that they've gone into, or they're merchandising and branding, I should say, and the licensing, I guess, is the deals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just durable, comfortable socks. And if you haven't tried their butter blend, those are my favorite. Okay. See, yeah. these are secret tips that I don't know about that I need to go and yeah. invest in now. That's definitely the cheat code It's to get the butter blend socks okay. and, and underwear. Okay. All right. Now, <laughs> look, now I have to. Look, it's it's John P. approved now, the underwear, so I'm, I'm all in for Stan's underwear. Yeah, they should send you some after this plug. <laughs> Hopefully. But, uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, oh, new client. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been working with Pelican Cases, and so as a photographer and video producer mm-hmm. – you know, they've been like the best. That's so like a dream client of mine. So we've been producing some content for them. I will uh, say as a podcast producer that they make fantastic cases because that's what I use to drag all my gear around in. Yeah, I, I, I see it right there. I mean, I don't know if I've got to a point yet where I've had to rely on it to get completely wet, but it did survive the rains here. So, I, I mean, I guess it could go on a swimming pool and be totally dry, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's airtight. And they have some new product coming out this year that should be pretty good, you know, in the consumer on the consumer side of things. Um, but yeah, it's just fun. It's just, just being able to work with clients like that that mm-hmm. really kind of give you um, an avenue to uh, to do the work that you do. It, it's been great. And what about some of the, uh, what about some of the other stuff you've got planned for the remainder of the year then? I mean, I know that when we talked last time, you had your overlanding with your Hyundai that you built. Have you got any plans or anything like that, or what's anything, any feet in those markets? Oh, that's right. I still, uh, I had the Tucson still. So we did a couple trips with the family, mm-hmm. some camping trips, and you know, fortunately and unfortunately, someone hit me up on on Instagram of all places and asked if it was available for sale. And I said, sure, anything's for sale. So we met, and he just asked me what I wanted for it, and I just threw a number out and he said okay i'll take it and i said oh wait uh i wanted more i couldn't backpedal and i was like well okay and it turned out to be the right decision because Mm -hmm. uh you know having one less car um but opened up some more finances to for the for the new house renovations are a little expensive right yeah definitely not cheap and sometimes (laughs) it's it's handy to get into places that have a little bit of a lower clearance as well yes yeah that's so that that was the problem was like the the car was parked at my friend's shop uh, bp auto sound in buena park so i was rarely able to use it because it wouldn't fit in my in my parking garage in long beach so you know thankfully ivan over there was uh, gracious enough to leave let me leave my car there look hey it's that's what friends are for right absolutely and so what else have you got planned then for anything else that we should say that we can talk about because obviously you've got things that are obviously very very hush hush but what else can we talk about yeah there's definitely some things that uh 
I'm not able to say. Mm-hmm. One, because it's maybe not 100% locked in yet. Uh, but I, I definitely have some plans. Um, I'd like to do a, another event series, kind of like the OG Moto Show, but in a different market. Um, I'd also like to get back into building a project car. So mm-hmm. hopefully this year uh, Ford or Hyundai or someone will uh, approve one of my proposals and uh, we'll move forward and get back into it. Hey, it's all we can ask for. But speaking of that, if anyone wants to find out or get tickets for the OG Motor Show, where do they need to go and try and find to do that? What's the best way? Uh, just go to the website, ogmotorshow.com. But we're also you know, letting people buy tickets at the door. So bring some cash, you know, bring the family, and it should be a good time. And what about uh, for the socials? Where should they look for the social media for everything? For OG Motor Show, it's that at OG Motor Show. Um, on, that's a Facebook Instagram mainly, and I think we have Twitter. And what about if someone wants to hire you for your many, many skills that you have under all those hats that you wear? Where can they try and find you? What's the best way to do that? Uh, they can reach out on, on my website, which is, uh, they probably need to take a paper and pen, but it's uh, jpangalinen, that's J-P-A-N-G-I-L-I-N-A-N.com, or at Instagram, which is John, at John underscore pangalinen. See, it just you say it so easily like that. I mean, I've been practicing a long time, so I can get my at no breaking n o b r a k i n g. That's nice. Yeah, but I, you know, I've been practicing how, how to say my last name for a while, and I think uh, other Filipinos may say I'm pronouncing it wrong. But look, I mean, <laughs> I, I still try and get everyone to pronounce my name correctly, and even after telling having an hour conversation with Sam Matani about it, he still can't pronounce my name. He still wants to give me the Italian accent on it. Uh, James Macchioni is what he <laughs> likes to go with. But uh, until then, John, it's been an absolute pleasure having you back. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to the show. In fact, we might also be doing some recording at the show, which I'm even more looking forward to. Yes, we didn't mention that. No. no so- we're going to have no breaking at the OG Moto Show, so we're going to get you some uh, some quality guests. Yeah, guests with the S in the end, right? S. Yeah, that's right. But then also you can always find uh, about us and what others is happening with me and especially Kaiju Kiwi at no breaking, N-O-B-R-A-K-I-N-G or www.nobreaking.com. Always, we'd like you to come by and leave a very, very positive review. Maybe give us a couple of marks out of like 600. Well, it's out of five, but 600 or more is what we really look to aim for. But other than that, we love having you subscribe. Listen, subscribe some friends. We always recommend that. Tell everyone about us because we definitely need more listeners as always. And until then, we'll just see you guys next time. All right, then, guys. Bye-bye.